Hello, everyone, and welcome to the L-E-G-I-O-N-P-O-D-C-A-S-T. I am Murray, and this week I am chief officer. I don't know if I'm the chief officer or like the lowliest officer, but I'm an <laughs> officer of, <laughs> of Murphy. Murray's unexpected rescues. Pretty happy. Yeah. Oh, on, yeah. Yeah. Friday, we picked up our, our next little rescue dog. Friday. No, Saturday. Saturday we did. No. Yeah, it was it was Saturday. Oh, it's been such a week. It's been a week of dogs and craziness. <laughs> <laughs> Adopting dogs is is insane. I think sometimes it might be easier to just adopt a baby. Sometimes, yeah, I know it's crazy. Oh my goodness. Uh, yeah, our Cooper passed away at at Thanksgiving, so we were kind of. Oh, I didn't realize it, that. I'm sorry. Yeah. Well, we I didn't make a big deal about it because. Anyway, yeah, we just no, we just kind of kept it quiet. No, 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 it's totally fine. I just we, you know, anyway. Yeah, no, I do. Anyway, so we we waited, and now we're we were ready. We were ready to get a new puppy. So we looked and looked and looked, and we had our eyes on a couple. And Murphy, the one that we that we uh, found, um, we threw in an application right away, and then got a little note back saying, "Sorry, he's already been." He's no longer available. So we were like, oh, yeah, all righty. So we kept looking. So Thursday, we went down to downtown Toronto, and we took a look at this little uh, Pekingese from Egypt. Yeah, uh, she came Turkey. from Egypt. Well, we're not there yet. <laughs> we're still in Egypt. Oh, I get you. <laughs> so we looked at this little peak from Egypt, and she's adorable. And... Um, and so we we were definitely interested in her. And as soon as we got home, we got an email from from Murphy's foster family saying that the original adoption didn't work out as planned. He's now available. Would we be interested? So we were like, oh, we're going from zero dogs to two dogs. <laughs> oh so we we took a trip to Whitby on Thursday, nope, Friday, Friday night to meet Murphy and it seemed like a good mix, so Saturday we went back to Whitby and picked him up and took him home. And somewhere in between those days, we had to contact um, the little dog's family from Egypt saying, hey, our situation has changed. We said we had no dogs. Now we do have a dog, but we're still interested in... in they named her Soker. Sokar? I don't know. We're not... Anyway. Anyway, we could be going from zero dogs to two dogs very, very oh, quickly. Oh, cool. <laughs> yeah. So we've got Murphy now, and Sokar is going to be dropped off on Sunday, assuming that the home visit goes well, that we pass the home visit. And then, and then we have... Um, like a two-week trial period with the second dog. So, so cool. we'll see how that goes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's we've awesome. Never, it is. We've never, ever been a two-dog family, but uh, we might very well be getting used to it. Better a two-dog family than a two-kid family, believe me. <laughs> oh, I can imagine. <laughs> anyway, yeah, as, someone, as someone who is both, I get it. <laughs> hey, <laughs> welcome, welcome. It lives. Well, I, I've been welcome. I've been joining in for the last couple of minutes and then realized I was on mute. So oh. I'm like, okay, <laughs> all right. And so, I was looking to look at the screen. I was looking down at Facebook to see the pictures of the dog. 
Yes, uh, dog number one is will be cute once the hair grows back. Yeah, he uh, he came yeah. from Turkey. This the one we have now came from Turkey and mm. and was very matted and had lots of like ticks dead in his skin, so they kind of had to like shave mm. him right down. So he's got the extreme summer haircut, but it'll all grow back. It'll all grow back. Nice. I, I like the pathetic look he's giving you. You're trying to get your pillow back. I know. Yeah, there was a lot of negotiating there. Did you a get lot. the pillow back or no? Oh, I got or, or... my pillow back. Absolutely. Oh, no, okay. no, it's it's my <laughs> pillow, but we may share occasionally from time to time. But uh, but holy moly, have I ever seen a lot of Toronto in the last three days? Like, <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, so much driving. So that is me, folks. Nice. Uh-huh. Well, I will. Uh, I, folks, am the um, the uh, the chief, uh, I guess, soccer playing officer of <laughs> Snowman. Oh boy! Not for the reasons you might think. No. <laughs> no. Because no. Uh, because uh, Sarah had me out there uh, playing soccer, not open to making acronym names. <laughs> so this is what I this is what I've had to go with. So, so yes, yes, we uh, you know it's a nice evening. We were Jan and I were sitting out front, and then Sarah had been out throwing a ball around with the dogs, and I think um, you know they were uh, you know a little nervous, and uh, and then she wanted me to play soccer with her, which is uh, I mean it is it in, in no way resembles anything of soccer. Um, you know, it's like we, you know, the swing set becomes the net, and so she'll kind of like swing to kick the ball, and um, yeah, it's it's like something out of a out of a crazy Japanese game show, basically. So it's Calvin closer ball. to it's closer to Calvin ball than soccer. It totally is. Like yes, absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. Right. <laughs> on. You gotta kick it, but you have to, you have to swing to get it in the goal. That is exactly it. And then. There's a penalty. Uh, there was a whole thing about how, um, you know, her uh, net was the planters uh, uh, after a bit. And uh, and I'm like, wait, so I've got the swing set and you've got the two planters that are, you know, barely hips width apart. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm worried that the ball will get stuck between them. <laughs> <laughs> She's smart. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it is totally Calvin Ball. Yep. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> well, that's good. And how about you, sir? Well, I'm Al Sedano, and this week I was the chief planning officer of Danzig. Oh, boy. Drinking after nomadic zipping, investigating Groupons. <coughs> so, it was Mother's Day this week. It was yes. indeed. And so I took my mother out on uh, Friday because Sunday wasn't going to be working for everybody. And she wanted my brother is coming down sometime this summer with it, with, my, you know, my sister-in-law and the kids. So she wanted to go around and look at play, you know, get to see places and have some ideas. So when they come down, there's things to do here besides, you know, very expensive theme parks. Yeah. So we went to a couple of places, looked at like a, you know, a canoeing place. We looked at some parks for them to go to and then. <laughs> We went down to uh, Anna Marie Island and found a nice little tiki bar on the water and hung out there for a few hours and had a couple drinks. Nice. And some food. 
Right she, on. she enjoyed it very much. At Your one point, fantastic. the bartender gave her an extra drink, and so I have pictures of her double fisting. <laughs> no, very good. Very good. Awesome. 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 Well, I guess the cover of Legion 94 is kind of double fisting. <laughs> Stealth's hands are really, really, really big. <laughs> And it does have a mother and somebody who probably could pass as a double for Danzig. Totally. There you go. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, we got a cover. I think it's by Barry Kitson. I think that's the signature. Um, pretty in the sure. little corner there. And it looks like a Kitson face anyway. Yeah. Yeah. So he's got Lobo uh, riding a version of Stealth, but Stealth is... Um, it looks kind of. Like, <laughs> it looks like the giant sandworm from Beetlejuice, except it has stealth as like head and arms sticking out of the top of it. <laughs> yes, that's true. Yeah, that's very true. Something's going on here. Alrighty, so it's Legion ninety four, number sixty five, Bad Medicine. Um, written by Tennessee. Pyre, Arnie Jorgensen's The Penciler, James Pascoe's Inking, Gene, Jan Gene D'Angelo is the colorist, Gaspar's The Letterer, and Peter J. Tomasi and Dr. Dan Raspler are editing. So it starts with all Borb Borb ever wanted was to grow up to become a policeman. And after a year's apprenticeship in the Legion recruits, he's just begun his first mission as a member of the prestigious core team. And now that he's finally where he's always wanted to be in life, he'd rather be anywhere else. Because, of course, all the team has been ejected out into space. They're all kind of floating around, getting ready to yes. freeze or blow up or whatever you do when you're left out in space without a spacesuit. <laughs> yeah. It depends what movie you're watching. Yeah, nothing good. Nothing good ever happens. <laughs> no. So last issue they were all kind of ejected out into space. And this issue we open up with them floating around out there. Of course, for anyone with Borb's power to teleport, that is no problem. And that's exactly what he does. He teleports back into the spaceship. Where the little space pirates are, uh, you know, talking. They're saying, cargo jettisoned, close the hatch. Stupid, a billion credits on the line, and we're ordered to slaughter them. Just do as you're told, and don't worry about, hey, how did you get in here, they say, when they notice Borb. And he just does a big fist to the face and knocks the one dude out. I really don't have time to go into it. <laughs> Come on, he can't take both of us. Just what do you think you're doing, gentlemen? I said, I don't have time to go into it. And he just borbs right out of the way and lets them run into each <laughs> other in classic. Uh, oh, my gosh. Who are those comedians? You know, it's like a classic. Three Stooges. Three yeah. Stooges move, right? They just run smack right into each other. Now, which of these controls, says Borb, uh, while the alarms are going off in the background. Shut up, I'm trying to think. Oh, which of these which of these buttons? So he pops back out, he grabs Telepath, brings Telepath back into the spaceship really, really quickly. Telepath's like gasping for breath. Quick, find out which of these controls works the tractor beam. 
and teleport <laughs> telepath starts reading the minds of the little pirates oh i understand yes this one so he quickly reverses the uh tractor beam and pulls inside all of the cargo that had just been uh ejected so they're all back inside none the worse for wear which is pretty good because they've probably been out in space for like a good yeah 30 seconds a minute it's not great for you yeah two minutes (laughs) but they seem they've probably been out there for about five seconds less than whatever is the death time for those alien races absolutely (laughs) totally 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 they're all good (laughs) and once they're all inside one of the uh pirates grabs Borb looks like we got some loose cargo. Well, you're not loose anymore. And then Borb headbutts him. <laughs> and with a head like Borb, that has got to hurt because that's a yeah. big, it's big like a giant head. cranium. It is. It's huge. It has its own it weather looks... system. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, so cry uh... himself to sleep on his tremendous pillar. <laughs> <laughs> That was a bit offside, that one. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, boy. All righty. Telepath compliments him on the headbutt, and the pirates continue to try to take him out, search the cargo hold. I want those two, and kill that stupid alarm, as Borb is, like, teleporting people away left and right. And we check in on the head pirate, the brain bandit. Um, who is high, 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 high on stealth's blood, I guess? I guess that's what they're uh, injecting. Endorphins or chemical yeah. secretions, whatever, something in her body. Something in her body's been something injected, crazy. and it is it is not doing wonders for him. <laughs> it's the Cute brown little, acid. Totally. Yeah. <laughs> Cute little picture, isn't it, nurse? But Dr. Croker, he's in agony. Why is agony so maligned? I find it delightful. And wasn't it fascinating to watch him bring it on himself? Once he learned our new brain here secretes a delicious assortment of potent juice, well, he obviously didn't mount this expedition for money or the power. Nope, the mighty brain bandit just wanted to get high. Just like a stupid kid. And the little brain bandit is on his knees saying, please, never felt the sickness. This bad. Ugh, pathetic. See, nurse, a professional chooses his customers carefully, and he never chooses himself. And a pro wouldn't dump an entire cargo of good juice cattle just because he liked the new stuff better. In his state, that ridiculous idea must have come on like a religious experience. Uh Uh-oh. He's having another reaction. I don't think she likes supplying you, boss, as he um, ejects another uh, ejects. What's the opposite of inject? Eject, I guess. He sucks out some more of (laughs) Stealth's stealth's bodily um, fluids. He draws. Draws it out. That's right. Like they would say, yeah, they would say like they're drawing blood, right? Yeah, he's drawing some fluid from it. You'd better kick this stuff quick. There's no telling how long she'll hold up. And she's just groaning and she's all bubbly and and tied up and hanging upside down. Well, the alarms are still going off in the background. A security alert. They want to talk to. I'll take it. After all, it looks like I'm in charge now since the brain bandit is definitely 
Incapacitated. Uh, we check back in on Legion, and FaZe is saying, wow, that was one bumpy ride. This one's in shock. Orb, get something to wrap him in. What about stealth? We'll find her after we see to the wounded. And that's when Lobo uh, makes his appearance or his two cents known there. He says, hey, you two play doctor after you fill me in on a couple of details. Like how I got here and where here is. Later, Lobo, <laughs> says FaZe. Now, uh, tell him telepath. <laughs> <laughs> me? <laughs> this is not going to go well. Okay, well... Legion got an anonymous tip, you know, about some mass abductions, so we mounted a stakeout and skipped the boring stuff and get to the part about me. Right. So we thought, that is Doc's thought, that since a stakeout's supposed to be quiet and everything, it might be quieter if you were, if you were, if I was what? Unconscious? (laughs) Uh, just until we got ourselves abducted, that is. And, and, and then there's a distraction. Well, well, here's one of them. And who are you? Careful, Lobo, that weapon can paralyze. Shut up. They're here to frag you. They're too late. I got dibs on you. And there's a giant zappy, zappy light thing. Get bean head. I think it freezes them all, actually. It paralyzes everyone but phase. Yeah. Get the bean head and then the woman. I'll take the other two. Hey, Brago, this one's weird. I can't even touch her. So leave her. Come on. And we check back in on the brain bandit who is still very much out of it. So much better. Thank you. Cherish it, says the doctor, because that's all you're getting. There's no telling how many withdrawals her system can stand, and I'm not about to waste them on you. Once I analyze her precious biofluid, I might be able to synthesize it. Who knows where that could lead? A universe full of instant addicts with me writing the prescriptions. And his nurse says, you want to control the universe? Who better than a healer? (laughs) Um, Doc, we caught the intruders. Uh, Had to leave one in the hold, though. She's like a ghost. Your hand goes right through her. You incapacitated her, I hope. Yeah, the rest of them, too. Good, I'll see them in the examining room. There are a few techniques I'm dying to try. (laughs) Nurse, watch the brain bandit. Don't let him snort any sharp objects. (laughs) Yes, doctor. Closes the door, and she says to the brain bandit, You behave, sir. I'll be right back. And so she leaves the brain bandit with stealth, which, of course, is not a good idea. Yeah. Cut me off, Willie. We'll see about that, because he starts picking at the ropes, holding Stealth, and <clears throat> they snap open, yeah. and Stealth falls on him, and we see that she's going through some pretty severe body morphs here. From the waist up, she looks like Stealth, and from the waist down, she looks like a big orange drill bit maybe <laughs> yeah it's kind of weird <laughs> yeah lands and, right on him yeah poor trevor yeah poor guy <laughs> uh in the lab we see telepath and borb and lobo they're all strapped down sorry to keep you waiting says the doc honestly it's been hectic 
First, thank you very much for rescuing our cargo. You saved this expedition a bundle. Of course, in doing so, you threw your weight around like cops, so I'll assume you are. Which, right away, kills my gratitude. <laughs> but there is another favor you can do for me. You see, and you'll admire this, I'm developing a radical new surgery for restoring sight to severely injured eyes. Well, almost restoring it. Six to eight percent recovery tops, if it works. I frankly don't think it will. But who knows until I try. And of course, for that, I'll need a few severely injured eyes. As he stares right at Forbes. Great big pupil. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's not going to be great. The brain bandit is dragging stealth towards an escape pod and... Her body has deflated, which makes her much easier to uh, drag. <laughs> you got heavy. It's okay. We're going to be together, baby. Just you and me and our own little skate pod. We got to get out of here fast for that son of a son of a. Uh, let's have one for the road. So he pulls out a little needle and he draws some more fluid from the back of Stealth's uh -oh. neck. And the second he does that, a giant tentacle with teeth pops out of her stomach. Ah. And, yeah. then, and the rest of her body turns into like half spider, half toothy monster, half stealth. Yeah, that's... Jorgensen is having yeah. fun with this for sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Stealth, however, is not having fun. She looks like she's in a lot of pain. <laughs> but there are pieces and bits of her smashing all over the place, one of which happens to knock the uh, brain bandit out into the escape pod and sends the escape pod flying out into space without his precious cargo. So he's a little, he's a little upset about that. Back in the lab, Borb's eyes are staring at a giant razor hold still this is really gonna hurt and that's when phase pops in hold it right there the ghost woman i presume let's see if you're really so intangible only when i want to be she says as she cracks him on the jaw nurse doctor am i glad to see you this woman's a cop i want you to blast her quick and there's a giant blast of something and uh, everyone kind of wakes up from their um, their lab bed. They start to get up. Now what, says Borb. I'm through asking, says Lobo. You're dead, Sawbones. Nurse, you idiot. You pressed the wrong. Oh, you hairy, stinking pustula. What'd they bribe you with? Oh, I don't know. A clear conscience? Ugh, of all the stupid... Smarter than you think, says FaZe. She not only managed to paralyze your guards and free me, she's also the anon anonymous informant who told us about your operation in the first place. <laughs> and he just looks at her and says, pig. <laughs> <laughs> and Borb is like, we have got to find stealth. No worries, because she comes crashing through in the next panel. <laughs> Breaking the wall down. And in she comes. She's got, she's screaming. Her chest is screaming. Her, 
she looks like a judge. She's just she's one big beastie. Yeah, Bobo's like, oh, I think we found her. <laughs> says Borb. <laughs> and the I doctor. love that look of Lobo there. It looks great. Yeah, yeah, he's like right up there, man. <laughs> he took more. I don't believe it. What's he talking about? And the nurse explains she would change every time we extracted drugs from her system. Well, we'd better put them back, says Faith. <laughs> we can't. They all went into the big boss. Great. Can you contact Legion headquarters from this ship? I wouldn't know where to begin, Faze. The stealth on, or and so she's she's talking to Docs at this point, and Docs is saying, "Wouldn't know where to begin, Faze. The data on stealth's physiology never made sense." And little baby is saying, "Father, any of several tests may shed light. Bring her back here immediately." That's going to be a little difficult, Docs. And this is where we get the cover scene where Lobo is riding <laughs> stealth. Yeah. Like a like a bronco. Father, yeah. says the baby. I don't care how difficult it father. What? Uh apomorphine. 20 cc's directly into the bloodstream. And Docs is like, did did you hear that? I think we have some around here, says the nurse. Please hurry, says FaZe. So uh, Stealth and Lobo continue to, like, smash through the uh, lab there. Violence at last. Thanks for coming through, Fermi Foxy. And she's smashing things. She smashes the escape pod. Quickly, Borb, says FaZe. How do I just find a vein? <laughs> Anything will do. Now go, says FaZe. Figures we'd end up like this, says Lobo. You was always one of the worst dames I know, even when you still had your looks. So I guess I won't miss ya. And he's about to like smash her with his claw and Borb pops in. Lobo, no, you don't have to hurt her. And uh, Lobo is knocked off or Borb pushes him off or pops yeah, him off. Yeah, or throws him off. Teleports him off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Lobo sent flying and wakes up on the ground you just made the big damn payment boy and the main man always delivers later lobo says phase <laughs> just find a vein just find a vein just find a vein i hate this says borb as he smashes the needle down somewhere into stealth and a couple of seconds later with some irks and some slurgs and some messy messy moments she is returned back to normal he's kind of leaning over top of her stealth it worked your back. It worked. Which means you can get off me now, right? <laughs> Says Stealth lying there on the ground. And the doctor is uh, looking at the escape pod. I tell you, I thought they'd never leave. You can't skip town in front of witnesses after all. One thing's certain. Wherever I land, that brain bandit's never going to mess me up again. So he opens up the uh, escape pod and realizes... There's yeah. no escape pod there anymore. <laughs> he just gets sucked right out into space. Just oh, like that. Oh, the irony. Yeah. Totally. Oh, yeah, because when they smashed the screen before, it says escape pod launched, locks engaged. So he would have seen yeah. that, but they smashed that screen, so he didn't know. Yeah, totally. <laughs> He's gone. Gone, says Faze. Wasn't someone keeping an eye on him? Pardon us if we were kind of distracted, says Lobo, glaring at uh, Stealth, <laughs> who's just... Looking sideways there. And what happened to the brain bandit, says the nurse. 
Ooh. And we flash out into the middle of the pod where the brain bandit is um, having little nightmares. There's a beast growing in me. Razor slash inside stomach. Split intestines. Burst. Splash red on dead cold walls of coffin. Won't die by itself. Not this time. Need one more hit to kill it. One more hit. Then I'll kick. One more hit. One more. Wow. He's just going on this loop of I need a hit and there's a monster in me that'll kill it or me and of course there's no hit coming so he's he's just going to spend the rest of eternity floating through space in his little escape pod going through detox (laughs) yep (laughs) then we finish off with a little scene on cairn where strata is walking in the rain on cairn Legionnaire Strata pounds the city streets, hopelessly searching for ex-Legionnaire Garve and finding him everywhere. The touch of his skin in cracked pavement, his form and movement in a lurching truck, his easy laugh in the hum of its engine. How could she have let things deteriorate so? He's gone without a trace. Even Legion has no leads. And she's, she walks past a costume store. That costume... It looks just like the Masked Avengers. Masked Avenger could find Garve, but how would she get his attention unless, unless, and she's staring at another costume, which is conveniently enough in stealth's size. That is where we end the issue. Stealth, not stealth, strata, story, strata, making plans. (laughs) Goodness. I, totally. I sometimes do that where I get I get mixed up with all of their names because you know stealth and phase stealth. like you could see where her power oh, yeah. would be stealthy and yeah. so I, I have on occasion messed both of those up and then you have of course the same consonant blend with uh, with Strata's name so oh, it's perplexing yeah it's very difficult very difficult. <laughs> And that is it. That is it for this issue. Yeah, it's almost as difficult as figuring out the identity of the Mass Avenger, apparently. Oh. I can't imagine who it is. Well, who was that large that's... orange creature who was running around in a mask? <laughs> Whoever could it be? Who yes. could it be? Maybe we'll find out next issue. Maybe. I'm wondering. It's a possibility. <laughs> George well, is having awesome. fun with. Yeah, Jorgens is having fun with the facial expressions here. Totally. Very much. I think I think he and Payer are both having a blast doing this. Oh, oh yeah. for sure they are. It's for been sure. uh, entertaining as hell. Um, yeah, it's good stuff. I, uh, I I I I'm enjoying it much more this time around than I did when I last read it, which was when it first came out. I <laughs> I, uh, I had forgotten how fun this was. It's like the two of them are both trying to do uh, the very early issues of JLI when it was still very totally. a lot of action with the humor. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Irreverent and but always moving. <laughs> yeah, it's still moving, but then you get that scene where spells, you know, some smashing and Lobo's like, I think we found her. Yeah. That look like I could see like <laughs> any one of them doing that picture, you know, doing that look, you know. Oh, it's a it's a blue beetle line, totally. Yeah. 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 
he would uh <laughs> yeah exactly oh goodness so good for them i mean it's it, you know, and I, I and I, I even take some of that back to, uh, you know, New Teen Titans when. Um, um, where Roy uh, uses a, um, a, a freezer, a freeze arrow on Plasmus and uh, he's like, <laughs> mm-hmm. hmm, Plasmus on a stick. Yeah, maybe I'll stick to Chip Witch. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Cool, cool, cool. All right, folks. You guys can tell us what your uh, favorite uh, supervillain snack would be. Or, um, you know, why you would maybe choose a different healthcare provider than than we had here in this uh, issue. And you can tell us all about that at leechosubstitutepodcasters.gmail.com. Uh, you can uh, leave a comment on the Facebook page, uh, which is at uh, facebook.legionofsubstitutepodcasters.com. Or you can head over to the website, legionofsubstitutepodcasters.com, where you can leave a comment on this or any episode. Right on. And with that, I will say my F-A-R-E-E-E-L-L. L-A-T-E-R. A-D-J-O. Oh, that's short. Short and sweet. Yeah. A-D-J-A-J-O? A-J-O. A-J-O. I've heard of both ways. <laughs> I'm sure you have. <laughs> <laughs>